welcome to GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, founder and creator of GYSB. Get your sexy back, health and fitness movement. Over 13 years ago, I lost over 50 pounds and on that journey, I found joy, peace and more self-love. That's how the GYSB movement got started because I wanted to share with other people what I had found for myself. And now in my 50s, I'm still on this journey. And now I'm starting to navigate some of the inevitable changes that come with aging. So GYSB Talks will cover topics that will help women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s get to their next level of optimal living. Physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, and in relationships. Guys, I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Welcome to another episode of GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer. We've got a great episode going on today. We're going to be talking about healthy girlfriend relationships. So today I am joined by two awesome women, Leah Anderson and Shanta Austin. I want to talk a little bit more about them. Leah and Shanta have been friends since 1987. They met during their junior year of high school at Linwood Adventist uh, Academy, and they have been friends for over 35 years. Shanta grew up in a small town named Monrovia, which is in the San Gabriel Valley area, just east of Pasadena. And Leah was born and raised in Los Angeles, California, on the west side. (laughs) 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 Welcome, you guys. Thank you so much for coming on GYSB Talks. Thank you. Thank you. So happy to be here. Carla. Thank you. This is great. I'm glad we're here. And so how we know each other is I've known Leah on, you know, Instagram and I, I think we met in person at Ashley's event. Did we meet? Yes. Yeah, we met in person at King Ashley Ann's event. And then I met Shanta at a meet and greet for the morning meetup with David Shands. And we connected there. We connected on the issue of alopecia. And we'll be talking about that later in another episode. And then I came to find out as we connected on Instagram, you, it shows you like the mutual connections. And they were friends and they've been friends for 35 years. And she's like, oh my God. You know Leah? And I'm like, Leah? Who is Leah? Then I looked and I was like, oh, Leah loved y'all? Leah loved Okay, I do know her. Kind of, sort of. That is me. So that, that that's me. how we connected. And then I was like, let's get together. So we got together and I really liked their, the way that they interacted with each, with each other. And so I was like, you know what? We need to talk about girlfriend friendships on the podcast, because I, I I think this is something that people need to examine examine frequently, right? We can't just go through life with the same group of friends and not really examine if those friendships are valuable uh, and meaningful in our lives. And so I think the first question we'll just start with is, um, you guys have been friends for 35 years. What has made that friendship last? Uh, I can say, this is Leah. We've been friends for 35 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so not to say that everything has been rosy, but I think ultimately, like the acceptance portion is really what it takes to uh, to maintain a friendship. That's one of the things I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that 
you know, knowing who we are and acceptance to Leah's point has been incredible. And I think for me, as I've, as I've gotten older, understanding what friendship looks like and, and honestly really seeing it modeled in other friends, not necessarily knowing myself all the time, what it, what healthy friendship really looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing that it's okay to, which I think this, this is a common misconception, seeing that it's okay to have a healthy friendship and not, not agree on everything. Right. So when you say healthy, like what are some components that make it healthy? Understanding one, we're individuals. We're not the same. We're not intended to be the same. So by being individuals, that means that Leah's going to do a lot of things completely differently from me. I'm going to do a lot of things completely differently from her. And there is no wrong. That's okay. It just means she has her method. I have my method and it's okay. As opposed to having this expectation, which I think we tend to put on people at time, having this expectation of, okay, well, if I do this like this, you need to do like this. And we are going to do this like this. I mean, we put that expectation on people overall, any Mm -hmm. type of relationship. Mm -hmm. And so having the acceptance that, you know, okay, you know, Leah functions a little differently. I function a little differently and that's okay. 35 years is a long time to be in a friendship. And I know that you guys have had your highs and your lows, I'm sure. Um, and people evolve. Like, we change. We're not the same as we were when we were juniors in high school, right? right? You know, we've we've been through life. We've had kids, some of us, and we've been married, and some of us have been divorced. Like, how has your friendship been able to withstand all of those evolutions? Rucha. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It's been really, it's been really interesting. And again, just having this conversation, um, I mean, which I, I try to do now, but it just gives me the opportunity again to look at myself, you know, and, and see where I have the opportunity to grow more, where I have grown, where I haven't. There have been some hiccups mm-hmm. and there have been some moments um, of disagreement. And what's interesting about, you know, the hiccups that we have had when we haven't really been in alignment um, for whatever the reason, like I can see, not even I can see now, I saw, you know, then um, one that I don't think I clearly understood at that time when we've had hiccups, what the healthy friendship truly looked like. Mm. Um, so not having that clear understanding of what it looked like, then it's like, okay, how do you navigate these things, these life things that come up? Mm-hmm. Right. And Leah modeled, modeled that, you know, she can, she was consistent in modeling what healthy friendship looks like, um, and was honest and transparent about her expectation of me as a friend, mm. um, which was, you know, again, for me, something that I needed to learn, do better, grow <laughs> areas of growth for me. She was she was consistent when I had my oldest daughter. 
we were friends there and she had gone away to college. She was consistent in my life. Then when we've had ebbs and flows, as far as, you know, distance, her being at college, me being in college, um, there's always been, you know, again, that, that consistency, um, in my life. So she was a part of, you know, you know, my oldest daughter watching her grow up and, then when I got married and the twins, even being, you know, there for all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at that point, that's when it it kind of shifted a little bit. But again, mm-hmm. you know, it, it shifted with me um, because it was at that point that it was like, oh, OK, maybe I'm not doing this friend thing the best I can. Mm-hmm. You know? Can you can you without getting too much into your business, can you like give any examples of me not being not doing the friend thing yeah um well I think the biggest thing for me and I I think of it just at random times at different times okay um was Leah experienced um you know she she experienced um a personal situation a medical situation and you know I didn't show up for her Mm -hmm. and I could have showed up for her what I did was look at, you know, my own, not, not even woes, but my life. I had, you know, the twins were little and, you know, fill in the blank. I was married and all kinds of things. So I looked at my own set of circumstances and put that ahead of what she needed at the time. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't that she was being needy. She was dealing with a medical situation and I didn't show up for her, you mm-hmm. know? And so when I look at that and see how would I feel, you know, in that situation, it's like, oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. I'd be upset too. And, or I wouldn't feel good either. Um, so it was just, again, another one of those opportunities for me to look at how I had the opportunity to be a better friend and, mm-hmm. you know, be in a healthy friendship because she was someone that was always consistent and there for me throughout the course of my life. Mm-hmm. I think also in that situation too, Shanta, um, uh, not saying that I didn't feel a certain kind of way, um, but we both know there were outside forces as well mm. that kind of contributed to making it, I don't want to say bigger than what it was, but just adding a little bit more salt to it you know what I mean mm. so um that's a that's another thing um that I would say like in friendships uh by knowing who the person is and knowing uh and knowing what your expectations are of them just both of you knowing what the expectations are of the friendship like it's it'll make it difficult for outside forces to like interfere it's like okay I'm dealing with you and I'm dealing with you only, let's work this out, as opposed to listening to um, what others have to say. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting what you're saying about that, too, is because I, I don't watch any TV, but, you know, if you go on social media, you'll see like little snippets mm-hmm. of different shows that are out, the housewives, you know, of all of these different cities. And when I tell you... <laughs> None of the women on any of these shows have any redeeming qualities that would make me want to be friends with them. And 
it's so so many people are influenced by the behaviors of these women on these shows that it makes me sad because you'll see it mirrored in society outside of TV where people have friendships like this. They get together, they do the kiki and all the stuff. And then on the side, they're talking about each other with each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not, that's not friendship to me. And it was a show on TV years ago that I used to watch girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was kind of similar. I mean, yeah. people might disagree that they were good friends and that's how they do life. I don't do life with people like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did watch the show because it was entertaining but I never really connected with any of the women on the show. And I think it was like four of them mm-hmm. and how I could not identify with any of those women and how I don't identify with any of the women in the media right now who are put out there on these, on these shows, which half the time is scripted. Um, I don't know. It's just so divisive to me. And I just, I wish our young girls had other things to see that, like what I think it was Leah who was saying that, you know, you looking at people who have good friendships, maybe it was Shanta, I don't remember, but looking at people who have good friendships and good relationships and they're trustworthy and they are authentic and they are supportive. It's important for us to see that. Mm-hmm. It's important for us to see that. And it's it's sad to me that the media highlights these things. These yeah. are the things that get the views. These are the things that you know, get the money and the series continue and continue and, and the the empire expands, you know, for the housewife series. It, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's agree. not okay. And my question for you all is like, how do you set boundaries when it comes to other people talking about Leah or talking about Shanta with you or, you know, saying anything about your relationship and your friendship, those boundaries? How do you set those? Well, let me tell you one thing for sure now. Mm-hmm. There may be some some friends, and I wouldn't even, at, at this stage, I wouldn't call them friends if they are doing this, but there may be some people that, you know, may mention something about, you know, certain people or other things or whichever. But let's be really clear. Let me tell you who they will not come to me and talk about. Miss mm. <laughs> <laughs> Leah. <laughs> so so the boundaries I think it's really clear you know who who not to utter a word to me about unless it's positive unless it's positive yeah mm-hmm. same, I would have to say the same thing uh, there might be a dare and you know I'm like I'm not here for any of that mm-hmm. so you might want to take that to somebody else mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And is that is that exactly what you say? Are you very clear about setting that that boundary? Like, uh, uh-uh, don't bring that over here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because mm-hmm. the the thought is, unless you want me to, <laughs> unless you are comfortable with me repeating what you're saying, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. I think okay. Also, they just, I I think, because we have. Again, I mean, we've known each other a really long time. Um, you know, my kids, you know, all three of my kids, you know, they know her. They, you know, um, there, there's no there's no distance there. We might not see each other all the time, but there's still no distance there, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think people, one, are aware of that. And then also, I think 
because we've just all evolved as people. I, I, I don't even, I think it's, it goes unsaid, you know, I think it goes unsaid, you know, with certain people. And I think we all have those people in our lives where it just goes unsaid, like, don't bring that over here. And the other piece is now, you know, if there is an issue, let's say it's not Leah, let's say it's with someone else, you know, mm -hmm. one of our other friends, you know, I think oftentimes my question is, have you had that conversation with them? That's so good. Oh yeah. my God. Say that again. Yeah. You know, have you had that conversation with them? And if you haven't, one, that's unfair because you don't give them the opportunity mm -hmm. to clarify, rectify, resolve any type of misunderstanding because there can be, we're talking about people here. There can be a misunderstanding. You have a perspective. I have a perspective. You know, Leah has a perspective and they all may be different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so if you don't give the other person the opportunity to have the conversation and clarify anything, you're just making assumptions. And right. if you want to sacrifice a friendship based off of an assumption, you know, if that's your way, then have at it. It's just not my way. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a level of maturity and emotional intelligence and just really being okay with having the hard conversations. And I'm sure you and Leah have had hard conversations. Um, but there's some, there are some beautiful things that come out of hard conversations, mm -hmm. right? You get a deeper understanding. You evolve as people and as friends. And it's a risk, right, to have those mm -hmm. hard conversations. But it just, when you get through them, then you have a better friendship. You have yeah. a stronger, mm -hmm. you have a stronger bond. Agreed. And I, I think it's what you guys have been saying the whole time is like, you've been through your ebbs and your flows, your ups and your downs, but you've grown and you've learned and you have more value and respect for each other and the friendship that you've cultivated all of these years. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. When, when does the friendship expire? Not for you all. But as you think about, you know, hard nose and red flags and toxicity, when is a friendship to be over? When is it time to end it? I think when there is like repeated um, disrespect or the feeling that the vibe is up, you can feel when things aren't as they usually are. Um, I think that that is that coupled with like disrespect um, definitely deserves a, a conversation. Mm -hmm. um, I have I actually have an example of this where I was feeling uh, with someone else that um, the friendship was coming to like an expiration date. But I said, you know, no, we're friends. We're going to talk about this. So mm -hmm. I tried to reach out and have a conversation. But there was all, always this, oh, I'm so busy. Oh, no, not this time. Oh, that's bad. But there was never like, okay, instead of this time, how about this time? You know? Mm -hmm. So after a while, I took that as my answer. Mm -hmm. I took that as, okay, you don't value the friendship the way that I, I value the friendship. And it has expired. Mm -hmm. And that's that. You know. So it's expired. Is there, if the person came back, would there be an open door for that person? Um, if they came back now to have a conversation? Yeah, I'd have a conversation. Mm -hmm. I am, 
I am not opposed to that. Um, I, I can't say where things would go, you know, it would be totally based on what we speak about. But yeah, I am totally open to having uh, conversations. Mm-hmm. Age is age is a powerful thing. You know, age is so powerful. And, you know, there's something about for me, and I don't know if either of you feel the same, but, you know, when you get into your 50s, it's like there's just this freedom that comes with it right yeah yeah and as it relates to friendship you know I am huge now on energy and alignment yeah yeah and synergy Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and if if it's not in alignment with really where I'm going and just who I am at my core Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I have to be more mindful now of, is this a friend or is this some, someone that I'm in association with, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to, because a friend, I, a friend, I welcome into my home, Yeah, you know, I, you know, extend certain things to a friend that I wouldn't necessarily extend to someone that I just know, right? Mm-hmm because a friend is going to handle certain things differently. A -hmm. a friend is going to handle certain things differently, handle me differently and respond to me differently. Again, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a different type of synergy. So when it comes to maintaining friendships or, or the expiration date of certain friendships, you know, what I'm learning more and more now, (laughs) you know, lessons keep showing up until you get them, right? Um, What I'm learning is that it's okay to know someone, wish people well, and send them all kinds of love, you know, and, you know, be kind, polite if you see them, but not necessarily pull them into your friend circle. Mm-hmm. and keep mm-hmm. them keep them close to you and if if it's not in alignment it's like okay you know, hey i wish you well but i have some things to do over here and it's going in this direction and you're going in another direction and that's okay mm-hmm. we yeah. just get you know we can't be in close proximity right yeah. now you know yeah I, I think there are levels for it and i think there are compartments for it mm-hmm. I know when you know we look at people like it like we'll just use a David Chance as an example because Shanta you and I are in his morning meetup group I mean he will tell you he's not just out willy-nilly you know hanging out with all kinds of people mm-hmm. he his friend circle is a circle of people who are they have goals they have goals to succeed in life you know to get to next levels and there's always a new level to get to and you can't hang around with people with small thinking. You can't hang around with people who are time wasters and doing things that are not going to, you know, be in alignment with where you want to go in life. And it doesn't mean that you're better than them. It just means that you all have different values and goals Mm -hmm. and they can still be a friend, maybe at a safe distance. And what I mean by safe is that hanging out with them is not going to hinder you 
from doing what it is that you're supposed to be doing. So yeah, you can do that over there. If I have some free time, yeah, girl, we can go and, and kiki and do whatever it is that we're going to do. But for the majority of my time in my life right now, I'm focused on this. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you often hear people say, oh, everybody can't go with you. It's true. It's everybody so true. can't go with us. There is an evolution that happens and everybody just can't be a part of that. I have a friend who I loved dearly for 20 years. One of the first people I met when I moved from Oklahoma to live in Los Angeles. And we were friends for years. I mean, we did everything together. We, it wasn't like a codependency kind of thing, but that was my dog. Mm-hmm. And this person, and I won't name the person, but they got a, a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And the boyfriend was a different kind of guy, you know, and um, without saying too much, because I don't know, she might listen to my podcast one day. We haven't, <laughs> been friends, we haven't been friends for over a decade. But you never know, right? So I'll, I'll, I'll try to say this in the best way possible with diplomacy. But she got with this person and this person's values and way of doing life wasn't in alignment with who she said that she wanted to be and what she wanted to do with her life, in my opinion. But over time, the person that she was dating um, pulled her away from me and mm. um, planted seeds uh, of division. And because my friend at the time was so into the guy, she listened to him. And at one point where it, it severed, we, you know, this the, the guy that she was dating was into music and he had a YouTube channel that I had followed because I was like, I'm gonna support him because I support her. Right. Mm-hmm. So I followed the channel and then, you know, it would come up and I'd be looking at it and I'm like, I don't really want this stuff in my spirit. So I unfollowed the channel. And so she and I went to lunch one day, I think it was lunch or happy hour, and we were doing well. And then she asked me, she said, why did you unfollow, let's call him John. Why did you unfollow John's um, YouTube? And I said, well, I don't have any loyalty to John. I said, the reason why I followed John's YouTube in the first place was because I was trying to support John because I felt like by supporting John, I was supporting you. And she said, well, that was disrespectful to me too. Hmm. And I said- that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> what's uh, even more interesting is how do they know that you unfollowed? Them? Right. Like, they go That's initially what I thought about too. <laughs> because John was trying to find things to plant for her mm. to get away from me. And mm. so it was every little thing. And so, yes, John was watching every little thing. And um, so we ended up talking about that for a while. She said she understood, you know, that I didn't have to follow John or whatever. Do you know? Uh, she was starting a job, a new job the next week or the next day. And so I was like, okay, well, let me, you know, congratulate her on her new job. Like the next day. So I sent her a message and I was like, now you had your first day at work. I know. I hope it was good and blah, blah, blah. Right. She messages me back and says, we need to have a conversation because I'm really upset about you unfollowing John. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This is grown. We grown, grown. Right. right. And I said, you know what? <laughs> I'll get back to you. And I haven't talked to her since. Wow. And that's been like, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, maybe. Maybe I'm putting too many years on it, but it's been over a decade. Mm-hmm. And this was my best friend. Mm. And and they're still together, I believe, to this day. But yeah, a guy came in between that. And, 
you know, I, I bring that up because of one for boundaries two when it comes to relationships that we get in as friends and our, how are, how are we still incorporating our girlfriends into our lives? And when you were married, Shanta, um, how was Leah's relationship with your husband at the time? Oh, great. Her, <laughs> not, not only was it great, I mean, yeah, I mean, she was there, you know, she was there when I met him. She was there throughout the whole thing. Um, so it was great. And so much so, one, they're still great friends. He's Aww. now, he's now my, you know, he's now my former husband, but they're still great friends. And even, you know, after I filed, um, she was still friends with him, great friends with him. He loves her dearly. She loves him dearly. You know, there, there was a great rapport, you know, with the two of them, which is again, interesting because as I, as I keep saying, I hope I don't sound like a broken record, but in all of these things and all of these situations, I just continue to look at myself. Now I wasn't doing it, you know, initially. Um, but afterwards I was looking at myself like, okay, wait a minute, what am I doing that needs some adjustment? Like, cause clearly, <laughs> you know, oh, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> well, yeah. And you know, do you have any of those friends or people, you know, who never can keep a friend or they always falling out with this person or this person did that? There are, mm. there are people like that. And I always go to them after a while, after it's been two or three full breakups with friends i'm like you're the common denominator mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. you you when have you done like an introspective kind of look at how you are operating mm -hmm. in these relationships or the choices that you are making with friendships you know you might be the common denominator but maybe you're not the bad person or the person who's doing the wrong but maybe you're right. selecting the wrong friends People. because you need to work on yourself yes. and your value and your values and pick better friends mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes no there there are I've, I've met plenty of people that are always pointing outward at you yeah. know it's everyone else it's everyone else and you know, you know, again, for me, I think I, I just had a lot to learn about myself overall and what certain relationships look like. And, you know, that saying that relationships are containers for growth, that's exactly what they are, whatever the relationship is, whether it be friendship or otherwise. But, you know, I think if I kept bumping my head, it's like, okay, you know, wait a minute, I got to look at me. And it wasn't even something where I was falling out with all of my friends, mm -hmm. you know, but like Leah mattered to me, you know, Leah mattered mm -hmm. to me. Um, so for her, it was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, yeah. I'm a terrible person. What, oh. you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, you know, Leah's, Leah's good people. She's never, you know, done anything. So yeah, that's going to make me look at, look at myself. Um, and if there's other people that I've disconnected from, I mean, there's not a lot of people that I've disconnected from, but if there are, um, sometimes it's been for the best, you know, yeah. and not necessarily because of, because of who I am, yeah. it may have been because of who they are, but it also gave me an opportunity to learn something different. Like, oh, okay. Note to self, 
better boundaries going forward, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I like how you brought up uh, the friendship mattered to you as the friendship mattered to me. What was so strange, I don't know. I don't think that we actually talked about this piece, but when we stopped being friends for that moment, girl, it felt like a friggin' breakup. Yeah. It felt like a breakup. Like there was sad, there was literal sadness. There was like somebody that you're used to uh, speaking to all the time, seeing on a regular basis, interacting with family on a regular basis, just like not a part of life anymore. That mm-hmm. was just like, it was devastating, you know? Yeah. So when we, um, when we got back to a point, shout out to one of our other friends that we grew up with. Cause she, she uh, would always ask, Oh, so um, have you talked to Shanta? I'm like, girl, you know, I ain't talked to Shanta. Right. <laughs> and then, but she would do that from time to time. And then, so she would, one time she said, oh, Shanta says, hey. I was like, oh, okay. Tell her I said, hey. Mm-hmm. And then she, it would be little things that she would do. And she finally arranged this for what did we meet at happy hour or something, mm-hmm. Shanta? Mm-hmm. When we, you know, started talking again. And, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't have that full conversation there, but then I could really see that number one, I really missed my friend and I can and see she that my missed friend you missed too. me. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Shout out to that girlfriend who was like <laughs> planting those little seeds to repair, to mend the friendship. That's so great. Um, well, this is, you know, this has been a, a really, a really interesting and, and much needed conversation. And hopefully, you know, some of the people in the audience will start to look at their friendships and their relationships with, uh, with other people, men and women. This is not just girlfriend, girlfriend um, relationships. I mean, that's the topic of the conversation, but there are friendships that are platonic between men and women. And it's just really important to make sure it's healthy. Mm-hmm. It's healthy. It's not codependent. You remain an individual you know, and if the friendship, like you said, ends up breaking up, giving it time, letting it, letting things settle where you can really, in hindsight, look back at the relationship and, and decide if it's something that is worth repairing, or if it's kind of good that it was over. Um, Was it an energy drain and energy suck? Or Mm -hmm. was it for the most part, because nothing's perfect, but for the most part, was it something that made you feel good? And 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 you you guys were good together. And if so, how can we work to mend that friendship? Because some of them aren't worth getting back together. Truly. Mm-hmm. Some, some of them just need to be left where they are. And like Usher said, let it burn. Yeah. And maybe, sis, Agreed. move on. Yeah. Move on. Um, so. For a season. It was for a season. It was for a season. Um, And hopefully there was some growth that happened in that season. Mm -hmm. Um, So thank you guys so much for your time. I appreciate you. And I look forward to us getting back together and going for coffee and breakfast or happy hour or whatever. Yeah. That was so much fun. That was. I really enjoyed that. In the rain. Yeah, all the so sunshine. Glad. Yes, <laughs> right. Well, if people wanna, if people wanna connect with either of you, do you wanna leave um, any information? I can be reached on IG. Uh, Lily Love Jones is my IG handle. Okay. And what do you what do you do on IG? 
on IG, well, it's that's like my everything account. So okay. there'll be some peeks into, you know, everyday life. Uh, there'll be some real estate tips. Okay. Uh, things like that. Okay, awesome. And then Shanta, I know you and I are going to do a separate podcast episode, but you can leave it here too. We should. Okay, sure. I can be reached at Sajay Hair Collection on Instagram and Sajay is S-A-J-J-E Hair Collection. Um, That is my business page and yeah, people can reach out to me. Awesome. And if you want to connect with GYSB, I am GYSB Movement on all social media platforms as Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And we will be, you know, in a month and a half, possibly, I'm shooting for a month and a half, we're going to be doing um, live podcasting as well as the audio. So I'm looking forward to uh, evolving and, and transitioning into that so that we can have both platforms to do it on. So look forward forward to that. And again, if you want to contact me, uh, please do. And if you want to leave a question here in the Q&A section, go ahead and do that. Let us know what you thought about the podcast. Let us know any episodes you want to hear about in the future. And until then, you all take care and we'll talk to you soon. All content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.